Hey Dan. What's up? Alright, it's working now. Happy birthday. You're twenty one. Thank you. And as a birthday surprise, me and Matt are gonna give you one big old compliment. I have a few actually. I have like two. You want you wanna go first, Jay? Yes. Danny, I love your smile. And your pictures that your mom puts on Facebook. I think you're just the cutest boy out there. Thank you. I was going through them last night, like 2 a.m. Not creepy. I was just oh, procrast- <laughs> procrastinating my homework. With a, with a uh, bottle of lotion and tissue next to your bed? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I just just didn't want to do that uh, government homework. And I just I saw that smile. I'm like, damn, he's got a cute smile. So that's my compliment. Yeah, she po- she posted like 30 of them. You're, 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 you're cuter. Each picture is cuter than the last. My compliment for old, I got two of them. My first compliment for old Dan is you're adorable. You're an adorable child. If you, if you go to the Ash household, the whole fridge is covered in like those, those magnet pictures from, uh, athletic teams. Like, you know, you know, you got like the like Wrigley Field background if you're a baseball player or whatever. Dan's mm-hmm. fucking so cute in all those pictures. Other compliment is I've never, I've never heard someone sound more like Creed. I think you sound more like Creed than Creed themselves or like the singer of Creed. So I, I get th- I get that one a lot too. Yeah, like you hear so like they, like you're, you're talking on the phone, they hear your voice. Like, are you? Cre- I don't know who, who's who's the, who's the singer in Creed. I don't even know this. I don't even know the guy's name. Like, are you the Creed person? And they're like, you're like, nope, Dan Ash. <laughs> so there's my compliment. Love you, Dan. But yeah, that was that was back when I had my like really really blonde hair when I was a young tyke. Yeah, you're real cheesy, you're real smiley all the time. Sure, real real cute. What a- always, oh. always smiling. What a cutie pie. Jake's going through him again. I love him. But uh, we're, we got to get real negative really quick because the Cubs fucking stink. Oh, my God. We're awful. bad. And it hurts me, and it just gives me a headache watching them. Uh, yeah. Okay, there you go, Hayward. Hayward started out today's game. Huh. You know, he's in the lineup for defense. The only thing he's, like, actually good at The now. only thing. That's the only thing he could ever contribute. I mean, unless he starts hitting, but at the moment, like, no. he's not good defensively. He's just hurt. He's he's a uh, – not a, a handicap. He's a he's a hindrance to this ball club. First play of John or first hitter of the game, just ground ball right up the middle and right past Jason Hayward for a triple. Sweet, mm. awesome. They didn't score off of it somehow. No, they didn't. Not but... great situational hitting, but also credit to Lester and the Cubs defense for. Uh, yeah, way to, way to go to Lester getting that strikeout and like nice double play there. They're not making it easy on Lester though. Do you who, who do you want to start, Jake? With the with the rant, I think we're all just going to go on like our own like little mini rant. It's, I don't want to rant, but it pisses me off because the issues that we all said, oh, this might be an issue. They're already fucking issues, and that's really annoying. At least like last year and in previous years, the lineup will start out cold or something will start. The starting pitching will start out cold. It's like, well, eventually we know they're going to get better because like, we expected them to be better. No, we knew the bullpen was going to suck, and guess what? The bullpen sucked. I'm going to look out for our bullpen here. I know it's terrible. There's no shot. It's under five. Why 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 uh, take some? Dan, what do you think our bullpen ERA is? It's probably like above six. I don't know how to work this computer. Oh, here we go. But the lineup, the first three games in Texas, obviously it's easy to hit in Texas. The ball flies, but I think it was a like twenty-six runs in twenty-seven innings. I, yep. You just can't complain about that. That's awesome. Great. The U Darvish start doesn't even piss me off that much because all of his pitches. They were an inch or an inch and a half off. The U Darvish, I'll, I'll get into that. The U Darvish start really pissed me off. Well, I'll get. I'll tell you why it didn't piss me off. Because like he was close. Like if the ump was just a little bit more like giving, 
that he's probably like six innings, one run. But instead, he was a, an asshole, and just everything was a ball. Was giving him nothing, and he had Willie behind the plate, who can't really receive that well, which doesn't help you. And it was the shit show we saw. Carl Edwards just his new windup is now illegal, so he's a mental clusterfuck. Um, Comes out with six point seven five ERA from the bullpen. Yep, disgusting. Are we dead? We're not even dead last. Texas is below us, the team who took two of three against us. Do I want to keep his Arizona's the worst? Do I have any more to go um, off the chest? No, no, it's only been four games. It's frustrating, but See, Hayward's fucking pissing me off even more this year. Um, Mark Zagunas. I don't even know that's how you pronounce his last name. I think so. Zig Zagoon. Fucking. Zagoon, oh, I like that. Again, first batter for Kyle Hendricks. Pop up to left field, foul territory. Every major catch off the glove, foul ball. Next pitch, or like two pitches later, home run to start off the game. Cool. Great, fantastic, sweet. Fucking love it. Uh, Yeah, but it's game four, so keep it calm. I mean, I do want to keep it calm, but it's like, if like a good team doesn't get off to a one and four start, uh, I mean, they just look like complete dog shit. And Jake said it either on the podcast or on just to me personally. Like, we don't, like, I don't want to see the Cubs get off to some, like, mosey fucking one and four start exactly where we are right now. Like, we want to come out and dominate and, like, like be like thirty and ten by the time we get to forty games, something like that. I don't know. Just have like a like. I think you want to be there. They look like they don't even want to be there. The other night, six six errors, six unearned runs. They lost eight to nothing. So I mean, I guess it didn't even matter if they played a perfect game defensively. It wouldn't have even mattered. They would have lost two nothing. But just like I don't, it's just they just look like complete dog shit. And see, either they're putting up like ten runs or more, or they're putting up zero runs. Just how it was last season. I mean, they have one through four right now, so it's not over yet. But I, I guess overall, they've had more. Their hitting, their hitting's been more consistent overall. Just that one game to put up zero. But if this is how it's going to be all year, where they're just like ten runs this game, zero runs this game, like either just very high or very low. I mean, that's not not going to be good for me. My blood pressure. And they're already. I mean, like we said, we're we're uh, four games into the season, fifth game being played right now for the Cubs. But like, we're already last in the Central. Like we're already like, like we don't want to be. Like, we don't want to put ourselves behind already to start the season. The Brewers are, are red hot, five and zero, oh, five and one, I believe. Five and one, and five and one. Four of their five wins have been won by one runner, just won by one run, and the, the fifth win was uh, by two runs. So I mean, we're, if, I mean, yeah. So it's very early on in the season, but like we don't want to dig ourselves a hole already to start the season. Like, just like maintain, like get, like, like there's still there's still time to turn around. But come on, like we we gotta we got we gotta we gotta write the ship here. Dan, what do you got? You guys pretty much covered almost every aspect. My my biggest. I think that always happens. I think yeah. that our, whenever we talk about something, we always talk, and Dan's like, "I mean, yeah, you guys pretty much said it all." Yeah, you guys all said it all. But my my huge issue was Darvish, where Jake Jake, it was I know the ump was squeezing the zone a little bit, but he wants to strike out every fucking batter he sees. He does. He will never pitch to contact. Ever, and he'll he'll throw. Eight pitches in a bat and then walk a guy. He wants like the first two at bats, strikeout, strikeout. Looked fucking awesome, and then walks the bases loaded. I mean, how do you, how do you blame the ump on that, or how do you blame on him squeezing the zone? I'm like, it's not completely on. It's not completely. It's on not him. blame, but you're Partially. you're saying like he gets six six innings, one earned. What if that? What if that first inning? What if that first inning, that third battery face where he might have been getting sound near Like I don't remember exactly, but that third batter. He strikes out the first two of that third batter. He starts getting squeezed. Like, what if he gets that guy out and he he rolls like the next? Six That's innings? what I'll say. He but he didn't. Gets... But he did the same thing. Second inning, and then 
He couldn't no, even I, make it out of the third. He throws eighty pitches before the I, third inning ends. No, I agree. I, I mean, these are all facts. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not disputing these because these are all facts. But I'm saying, if he get, if he goes one, two, three, the first three innings start the season, and we already know he's like he doesn't want to pitch in L.A. I think like he avoided a start in L, in Los Angeles against the Dodgers before. Oh, for being uh, emotional. Yeah, just being emotional and anxious. And uh, I mean, he played in Texas, but that might have like caused. I'm not saying that that's not like an excuse either. That doesn't make anything better. But I'm saying if he goes one, two, three in those that that first ending, like that could like help his confidence. Whereas he walks the bases loaded, like you said. And then from that point on, he's like second guessing himself. He's not. Yeah, I mean, and that's and, that, and I, that's what I fucking hate about Darvish. I want my starting pitchers to be competitive psychopaths. They kind of need, they need to be mentally strong. They're like goalies, goalies and kickers and pitchers. They they need to be me- like mentally strong people. And I, I'm not. I, I mean, it's hard to rag on a guy for not being mentally strong, but that's just like how he's built. Like that's that. I mean, he can he can probably go to therapy and like work on that kind of thing. So it's hard to really rag on him too hard for that. But I, I, that seems like that's what it is. But guys like Max Scherzer, Madison Bumgarner, they're all just nuts. They're nuts. Yeah, John they, they want the ball in their hands every fucking pitch. And yeah. When the and when their manager takes them out, they're fucking pissed off, even though they threw seven innings. Darvish, you're never going to get that. I mean, yeah, Darvish maybe early in his career. I know he was very dominant. Did you ever win a Cy Young? He was dominant. Yeah, for sure. But I think was... that, no, I don't think Darvish has a Cy Young, but. You know what pisses me off? Even our guy John Lester. You know what pisses me off? We could have had Jake Arrieta for about seventy million dollars less, and that's they, a pitcher who goes out there and fights his balls off every single start. That yeah, that if he he was he he did have a good year last year. He was like on the decline, like his as after that twenty fifteen or twenty twenty fifteen was it the twenty fifteen no twenty fifteen season was his like. Godly and yeah, near MVP Cy Young so year. It's obviously not you're not going to keep going up from that, but he did. He was like starting to fall off like slightly. I mean, obviously now hindsight 2020, like we definitely should have kept should have kept Arietta because oh John John Lester is hitting 1,000 on the year. A little fun fact for you, but yeah, I mean we definitely should have kept Arietta hindsight 2020, or just like sign somebody else, like save money, like sign Kenko this year. I saw, fuck, yeah, but. I saw some report that Theo offered Arietta the same deal that he offered Darvish. Yeah, I heard that too, and he and yeah, I heard that too, and Arietta declined it. So, so we can't. You can't really say, can't say the same when, when they gave him the same offer. Yeah, you're right. But uh, I remember it was like two years ago. This time, no, two years ago, like in the off season, it's like one of the only times I've ever called into sports radio. I was sitting outside of Moraine Valley, just like waiting to go to my uh, nursing's aid class, and they're talking about like, would you want to sign Darvish? Do you want to sign Arietta or Alex Cobb? And I called and I'm like. Hey, if you're giving me all those three options, I'll take Alex Cobb because he's the cheapest. And like, if things go awry, he his contract won't like deny you getting Bryce Harper. And they like shit on me. They're like, "Oh, do you think the Cubs really care about money? Like, do you think that's gonna, like an issue?" And then they hung up on me, and now I feel like the smarter person in this what, scenario. What, 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 uh, who was this? What, what Whoever six seventy the score like nine p.m. Like like Nick yeah, Jake. Most I, most sports talk radio are just gonna get a bunch of meatballs. Oh, true meatballs. Well, the meatballs are going with people calling in. That Wait, too, but even even the hosts are have some meatball takes. No, I, yeah, no, they do sometimes. I, I mean, we all, we all have meatball takes. We're not, we're not we're not all perfect. We can't all be experts on every every uh, aspect of every every sport. Well, but you know, I definitely agree that you can get some meatballs both in the the host and the caller. John Lester's got <laughs> walks. Cool. John Lester, one for one, and also a walk. Sweet. One thousand uh, OBP. What's pissing me off more than the on-field play? And it, this is hindsight's twenty twenty, but it's kind of like Theo's moves the last two years: trades and signings. Trade away Glavar Torres, who's now a twenty five home run player, just 
That won us the World Series, though. I don't want to hear about it. I don't know if that yeah, won us that, the World Series. It was the right move. Aroldis Chapman won us the World Series. I think we could have done it with another closer. I, uh... Whatever. Would we have done it with Rondon? My bigger thing... Oh, absolutely not. He won us the World Series. Maybe not Rondon, but there's another closer. Well, that was our guy, then. Okay. That's not the move I'm going to say. No, I, I agree. Like, the rest of the ones you're going to say, I will agree with, but... Torres, I do not agree because he he won us the World Series. Like Chapman was like was arguably like he was the best closer in baseball at that time, or one of the best closers in baseball at that time. And like who else? I don't even know who else was available who would have been available. But like for like I mean what if, so okay we don't get Chapman like we have to give Torres up for like, another really good closer. The, o- the only other reliever that was on a trading block then that was big was Andrew Miller and he's had a closer. Down the Indians so, and now the yeah. Indians maybe no he the, he got dealt from the Yankees to the Indians. Oh yeah yeah but he was yeah yeah you're right. Well, then 2017, we had Wade Davis. We traded from the offseason. Maybe we could have gotten to the deadline. Whatever. Besides the point, what the fuck? Take away Glaber Torres. Then the Q deal. Literally just giving them Eloy and giving them Dylan Cease, which pisses me off just because that exact package would have got Jacob DeGrom last year. And then Jacob DeGrom got extended in the offseason. Like, we are giving up high-end talent for a, a four-month rental and Jose Quintana. That's what's pissed me off more with this poor start. Because there's like, oh, well, we – and then who do we decide to hang on to? Almora, Hap, Forber, who we also could have traded, like, years ago for top-line talent. And they just haven't – they haven't done shit, yeah, which Theo, is just very frustrating. Theo has his guys when he, he gets them in the uh, draft or when he, when he acquires them young. Like, he has his guys where he just, like, falls in love with them, it seems like. He, and he doesn't want to trade doesn't them. doesn't trade them. Too, I mean, Addison Russell had, like, no tra- – I mean, by the time he was bad, like, when we would have traded him, he had like no trade value at that time because he sucked and also had like the domestic abuse uh, allegations. So they turned out to be, they turned out to be true. Well, I don't know about well either way, they turned out to be well, true according to MLB. According to the MLB, the Aston Russell ones like okay, he went from 2016 being like a top 10 shortstop to like he's awful. Yeah, but what pisses me off more is especially Ian Happ and Albert Amora. Instead of trading one and being like, all right, the other one's our guy and he's gonna get 500 plate appearances. It's like okay. You two are going to split it. Neither of you are going to get into a rhythm or really rhythm or really develop, but we're also going to keep both of you and we're not going to trade you for anything. And now both their values are just going downhill. And it's it's frustrating me. I was also speaking of trades and just talking about Quintana. What the fuck's up with Quintana coming out in relief and throwing 80 pitches? I think it was just because of all these weird days off we're getting. Yeah, I, I think know. That I, I really know weird. that, but I think I don't your starting pitcher shouldn't come out in game 2 in relief. Well, when Darvish is out like two innings, like two and a third innings, whatever. How like why not? Like why, why? Why? Otherwise, you're just using your already shitty bullpen and you're stretching them out. And like the next day, they're they've all been used. So then you're just going back to like you're pitching guys double days. So I I don't see a problem with that. But I to Jake's point about the prospects, it's like either get like either give give half more time or give a more and more like give one of these guys more time instead of just like instead of having all of them like not develop properly because they're not getting consistent days. Like give one of them consistent days and like let the other one like fall off a little bit, whatever. Like I'm not fall off a little bit. Like that's not what you want, but like at least give like, like give one of them the upper hand in the whole situation. I remember the first Redline Radio. I don't know, former MLB player, and he said the hardest thing for young guys to play inconsistently is like play every other day. Not, it's like just not be in the lineup every day. So like once you can get that consistency is when they really grow. So I mean, when you're not giving, when you have three guys, like give one of them that, like give give one or two of them that that opportunity instead of not giving any of them that opportunity. Cool. That's that's mostly what's been giving me the headache. It was just pissing me off. Like, oh, we got Eloy coming up. We like, oh yeah, we could have had these cool guys, but you know what? We decided to have Jose Quintana. Eloy is really. I'm sorry to cut you off. 
Eloy's stock, like, since, like, when we traded him, like, we knew he was good. But since then, like, since we traded him, like, his stock has risen, like, tenfold. I don't know if it's because – Half of prospects. But I know what you're you're saying. I think it might have been because, like, the Cubs were very good in 2015 Mm -hmm. and 16. So, it's like we're not, like, looking at them. Whereas, like, White Sox fans, like, they were literally watching. Like, White Sox Day was, like, watching Charlotte Knights – Charlotte Knights baseball. So, I think that's why, like, he just had so much more, like, why he he exploded like that. Uh, Jake's – I'm pulling out my hair. Fucking Jason Hayward just popped up to the pitcher. So far, he has popped up behind the catcher and just popped up to the pitcher. And this is what's also pissing me off about it. Because in the same conversation with Eloy Jimenez, you know what I have to fucking watch in right field every day? Jason Hayward. It, oh, my God. But this, yeah, go ahead, Dan. On, the, on, the, on the Eloy and Quintana trade, as much as, as much as a terrible trade it looks now, at the time, John Lackey was going to be our four going into the 2017 playoffs when we knew we were going to be winning the division. And yeah. we wanted that fourth starter that is going to at least give us a shot at winning a pennant and maybe winning a World Series. I think if we would have won a World Series that year, if Q would have like been like slightly better and he would have won a World Series and like the next year and, and beyond, like he, uh, like he like is on like the track he's on. If we just get a World Series out of that, I got I call that I call that trade a win, not yeah. a win, but like. That's fine. Like, and, that's, like, and that was what Theo's mind was. Like, you're like, there's no reason to, to stockpile prospects if you're like hoping that they come and win a World Series. If you can trade for a guy who can like win you one right now, like, like take it, like take the burden. What, what's this like? Take something about like take like what you have. Like take like, take the certain thing rather than like oh like, let's just like wait them out and like we'll win like a bunch of World Series. Yeah. Like take like the World Series you have now. Obviously that didn't work out. They didn't win a World Series with Quintana yet. Oh. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. It's it's crazy. Jason Hayward's fall off from his 2015 playoffs. I, I didn't I did not watch Jason Hayward a lot in the regular season in 2015. But the Cubs after they beat the Pirates in the wild card game, I mean, the NLDS. We all remember that was Cubs Cubs Cardinals. He was the guy who's like a problem. It's like he's making plays in right field and he's like a problem at the at the plate. And like he just comes. With, I, I just I don't know what happened. I don't first, know what happened. His first at bat was a fucking bomb off Carlos Zambrano too. Oh yeah, yeah. I forget what yeah, year, but like, it was. Like, yeah, I think it was like 2010. Yeah, 2010, 2012, or something like that. But yeah, it's just crazy. And like the his first year, it was like I, I kept making the excuse of like there's been a track record, track record of guys getting like, like a big deal and they slump their first year because like pressure or like they feel mm-hmm. a sense of like relax, like they don't have to you know press. And then from then, like they they step it up. Nope, not not the case at all. <laughs> Jason Hayward's getting like praised last year because he hit like 260. It's like whoa, like look at this he guy finished, he finished with 270. Two seven. Whoa! Wow! Two seventy and eight bombs. That's that's worth the contract he's getting. Yeah. With a two seventy average, what do you think? What do you think his OPS was? It, 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 he had like one of the low lowest OPSs on the team. I'm looking at I'm not. I, OPS is one I'm not very familiar with. On base percentage plus slugging. Over oh, OP, OPS. Yeah. yeah. His OPS was probably like. I have no idea what a good OPS. It was is. probably like seven fifty. A good OPS is usually around like eight hundred. Oh, that's he's like five hundred then. Same he was five hundred seventy-two. I mean, oh well, yeah, I was a little bit off, but yeah, either way, he fucking stinks. I mean, do we have any? Is that is that all we got for Cubs talk? Do we have any, um, anything else to go off our chest? No, I got a bit out. I I pulled out some hairs, but I have a good thing to say about the Cubs. If we're all done with, uh, yeah. So I just you know last night I was thinking about not last night I was thinking about I have. A Twitter account. I, I'm I'm a, not avid. I'm a I am a fan of fantasy baseball. I'm in a fantasy baseball league. You know I like to. Oh Jay, hey there you go. Nice little catch there. You make he's making that money. 
He shot a nice, a nice uh, dead sprint catch out to I, I right center. Catch. Jake does not make that catch. I do Your arms aren't that long. I'm sorry to break it to you. But uh, so last night, I have I'm a fantasy baseball player, so there's this Twitter account called MLB Home Runs, and they just all all they tweet is every time a player hits a home run, they tweet it and they tweet out how many home runs they have. You know, was it a grand slam home run, like sing, or solo shot, whatever. So every no matter any team, they they tweet out every home run. So last night I get a uh, Dan Vogelbach solo home, solo shot like first of the year. So then I'm like, oh Dan Vogelbach, like former Cub, like we traded Mike Montgomery for him. Like Mike Montgomery closed closed the World Series for us. Like he not won us the World Series, but he closed Game Seven of the World Series. So I wrote down Vogelbach has played in 64 games since 2016. He has five home runs and has a 191 average. And for a minute there, like the year after we traded for Montgomery in 2017, Bonnie hit a home run and he. And like Vogelbach had none, so for a minute there, for a while, our Mike Montgomery was beating uh, Vogelbach in the home run race. So let's just, you know, let's just another classic, a low key like no one like everyone always talks about, you know, Jake Arrieta and Strope for like whoever the fuck they gave up, like Steve Clevenger or some shit, it's Scott Feldman, or like it's Jeff Samarja, and I'm not sure who the other guy was Jason for Addison, Addison Russell, Addison Russell, and there was one more player. So that's, I mean, so I feel like this one's this one's always slept on because I'm my, my is obviously not at the level of those guys. But you know, it's just something something nice to remind us. You know, Theo still he can, he can he can swindle a, a player or two sometimes. So let's not lose yeah. all faith. And the other one is taking the Astros taking that one dude over Chris Bryant. I, I don't even remember his name, but he's Mark not even playing base. Yeah, he's not yeah. even playing baseball anymore. I think he's selling health insurance now. <clears throat> what a what a bag though. He, he his signing bonus was like twenty million. Who? Mark Appel. Oh my god. And I don't me? think he ever made it a major league start. No, absolutely not. He's not, I don't think he's in the league. I, I looked him up recently. Not recently, like a year ago. And I, I even at that time, like I don't think he was anywhere that's, close to being That's pretty that sweet though. Like, obviously he wanted to go better, but twenty million for literally just being a good college player, awesome. Yeah. But just I think mean, Chris Bryant could be on that Astros team right now. That's disgusting. Terrifying. They got Bregman the next year though, didn't they? Yeah, I yeah. Like Bregman the next. Like I didn't think. Obviously, like, well, I don't want to be. I want to be the asshole. Like the well, actually, asshole. By that, that, that's exactly just what I just Brian wrote. So in forget left that. Field so forget the that. Yeah. Oh, they, they would. Yeah, they'd go 100 142 and 20. But uh, yes, I'm stressing over the Cubs. I'm stressing over our window. As am I. As am I. There's and, still there's still time to turn around, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not overreacting after four games or anything. No, no, I mean I think we're reacting. I think we're reacting pretty justly. Like if you're a good team, like good, good teams don't like start. Like you start off the season like with like a fire, a fire in your belly. You're not like one and four. Well, yeah. if you if you look at the rest of the league, the Yankees are starting out shitty. The Red Sox are starting out shitty. So are um, the Astros. The Astros are starting out shitty. These are all really good teams. Mariners are seven and one. But okay, where the the Brewers have not started out shitty, and they're five and one. Uh, yeah, the Brewers are doing very well. I know the Cardinals. I don't know how if they've been starting out good, but they're definitely better than us because we're last in the division. We're either our last tied or tied, last. tied for last with the Reds. So, I mean, those other teams are really bad, but the, the Brewers have been the exact opposite. They've been like red hot, like continuing on from what they built last year. So, I don't. Well, five five of their wins are by one run. So Ooh, still... that, that proves they have a bullpen you could trust. Yeah. Wish wish we had that issue. Mm. But uh. Out of all my concerns are just big picture. They're not overreaction. The bullpen will get it together. They'll be fine. They always are fine. I'm not saying it's gonna be like a top ten bullpen like it always is, but you sound like it, the, the it dog can't be this fire. bad. You sound like the dog. The dog saying this is fine while his kitchen's on fire. Correct. This is fine. Nothing to. I'm not worried at all. Nothing to be worried about here. Yeah, but are we able to move on? Yeah. <laughs> Until for next the, week yeah. for the moment. Yeah. Until next week. Yeah. Let's we let's see let's see where this goes next week. Next week, if they're like. Three and ten, we might just cancel the podcast because I will just yell at the phone. It just really sucks because I mean, 
all three of us have been looking forward to Cubs baseball since the Bears season ended because the Hawks and the Bulls have been nothing to look forward to. Jake's a LeBron fan, so PU. But yeah, it's just like when you look forward to the start all season, this how this how like this how that gets going. It's just it's it's ex- it makes it extra disappointing. But yeah, that's all we got. Are we good to move on to college basketball? That's fine with me. I'll turn the keys over to you guys because I I couldn't know less about college basketball. Did you watch any of the games? I did. I watched. So I was watching the Cubs. On Saturday night, I was watching the Cubs and the, and the Rangers for the most part, and I kept seeing all these tweets like Coach Carson Edwards like hitting it from the logo. I'm like, oh, cool. Like that sounds fun. And I turned on the game at the very end, like right before there was that Virginia shot where he hit it with like, it was like it was a free throw. They missed the free throw, and then like, they tipped it back out. Like, they tipped it to the backcourt. Yeah. Like cross. That was an amazing play. I never seen anything like that. So I, I did see that. I did see the end of Kentucky Auburn, and that was yeah, that was it. Um, my Saturday. I was like up twenty, and I had a twenty-five dollar bet on the Cubs, and then I had like a twenty-dollar bet on Purdue plus four and a half. And obviously, Purdue was up two, and then like Matt said, that awesome play happens. Purdue ends up—I mean, Virginia ends up covering. It's a dirty cover, just disgusting, a horrible beat. And then like literally in a half hour, I think who—I forget who was pitching for the Cubs. I think it was—I forget. Then they just give up a grand slam to go down ten to ten to eight, end up losing. It was a shitty Saturday, but Sunday I won it all back. So, nice. but it was a good it was a good weekend of college basketball. All the games were awesome. The like, Auburn North Carolina game was so goddamn fun. I just score 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 score. I took the over one sixty three and it fucking got murdered. Wasn't it? Didn't be like eighty ish or one eighty ish or yeah, but like, but that's that's so fucking high. Oh no, it's insane! I, and weren't we on that too? I don't know if I was on it as hard. I, as I was were. on it from. I was on it as soon as the round of thirty-two ended. Oh, I I was. On I didn't care what too. the number was. I was taking that over. Oh yeah, um, I don't know. I love Auburn. I said it the selection Sunday or the selection for whatever first March Madness podcast was. I forget. I love Auburn. I still love love them, although Okiki's out. Um. I'm going to write a blog previewing all the Final Four games, so the two of them. So go read that at secondcityreport.com. Excuse me? I said go read at secondcityreport.com. You said Second City Sport. That's okay. Second City Report. I just water in my throat. <laughs> but uh, So I'm going to go preview, so I guess I'm going to give an audio preview. Which one do you want to talk about first, Dan? Michigan State Tech or Auburn, Virginia? Let's talk about Michigan State Tech. And now okay. Cassius Winston uh, looks like Starlin Castro. Like who's, who's Michigan State playing here? Michigan State's like Texas Tech. Texas Tech. I don't know Texas why Tech is Virginia so fucking Tech. boring. I was, you said Tech. I was thinking Virginia Tech, but I'm like, I know they lost. I know they did not win. So I don't know. Unless they got some kind of uh, some kind of you know get out of jail free card. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, come back, play, come back and play again. Um, we didn't even bring up Duke. Yeah, yeah Duke, Duke lost. Yeah, it's insane. I, never seen, never seen a team snake so much. Like not so many. They would lose like two games. Never seen a team snake two wins so badly like that. Like I, I oh. did watch those games. That oh, I did, I did not watch the UC, the UCF game live. Have we recorded since that game? We have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we talked about that. That's like an insane. Like, how the fuck do you not? How do you get out of that game? And then the very next game against Virginia Tech, that that LU, I mean, he just like he he did like he underestimated how much alligator arms. He, he underestimated how much was, time he had. Yeah. He, I like, saw a tweet about. Th- I saw a tweet about that. It was like somebody that guy never played twenty one or tips in his life. Twenty one and Dan still getting the voice cracks. I love it. Never <laughs> changed, Dan. I love you. Um, <laughs> zero four against the spread in the tournament. That's nuts. Oh but yeah, it's disgu- that's disgusting. I it gives. I don't know. I take a little pride in 
this proves that Coach K is not that great of a coach. He just has the best talent. Because Duke's just not a good coach team. They're not anymore. They might have been before when I didn't pay attention to college basketball, but they just solely get on on talent alone. But And it caught up to them. Michigan State was just a better coach team. Tom Izzo, back in the Final Four. But let's get into it. Um, the line, I believe, in Michigan State, minus two and a half. Initially, yep. Dan, where do you want? Michigan State. Okay. The key, and I feel so cliche saying this, but the key to this game, if there's like a number one top thing for me to look at, is Michigan State's three-point shooting. So what Texas Tech does on defense is they force everything baseline. And the thing that they do give up, and this is similar to Virginia, and we'll get into it later, is Texas Tech, they'll force baseline, they'll slide, cut the court in half, and basically you're not getting wide open easy layups. You're just not getting them. They force you to skip the ball all the way across to the other half of the court and just get threes. So you might get those threes, and if you're not hitting them, you're just not getting anything. So if Michigan State shoots like they again shoots like they did against Duke, Tech will win this game easy. But if they're on, then obviously it's a different story. But I think I'm leaning Texas Tech plus two and a half. I really like this Tech team and how they play. They they play really well. They're awesome on D, but I I just hate watching them play. They're I not, like it. they're they're not fun. Oh, they're not fun to watch. I don't know. I feel weird. I love watching like defensive college basketball games. Like not just bad games because there are like like me and Matt were Matt brought it up like a month ago. Washington Oregon to end the regular season. <laughs> Washington had like twelve points in the first half. Dude. That's not. Michigan had fourteen. Did did you watch? Did you watch the uh, Virginia Oregon Sweet Sixteen game? Um, in and out. Not. I like, took I took like over one fifteen, and it couldn't even hit. That's there was it, there was like there was like five minutes of like no scoring in oh, the first then, half, and then uh, Michigan Texas Tech, Michigan sixteen points. That's like an eighth grade basketball game. Yeah, it was bad. And um, it was it was four points like. It was Michigan had like four points, like seven minutes into the game. Did you tear up when Michigan lost? No. Oh, just me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a bitch. I saw I saw Charles crying on the bench, and I teared up. I was like, "Oh no, baby." I was I was I was more shaken up about uh, Marquette. Oh, understandable. But uh, did you cry on the bad day? No, I didn't cry. I just yelled. No, the Huskies uh, did not have a a shot at this tournament, and I don't think they are going to next year either. Um, Why? What was that for? We're just not good. What did that have to do with anything? Why are you taking shots? Well, because he talked about Marquette, so I said we're not going to have our team in there. Whatever. Back to the game. Texas Tech, I like the plus two and a half. Um, I'm going to check in with the over-unders. I believe it's 132. Jake thinks he's breaking news by Thomas, and he's not making it to the tournament. Actually. Thanks. That's, that's the kind of hard-hitting. Dude, you just have to win the MAC tournament. If, if Buffalo is just not good next year, oh, it is, why it not? Is, it is possible. Our, so, their head coach, Buffalo's head coach, has left. Uh, he went to Bama. Yeah, he went to Alabama, Nate Oates. Shout out Nate Oates, kind of a trader, but also happy for him. You know, a, a Mac guy, even though he's not an NIU guy. But I think they, they did lose a few seniors, but uh, I know they, they still do have a very young team. But isn't there some kind of thing where it's like, if those, so like the guys who got recruited by Nate Oates, like, can't they leave now? I'm not sure because NCAA changes their rules all the time. I'm not yeah, sure. I'd be NCAA doesn't have rules. They just say whatever they want. Could you could you imagine, like, if Nate Oates, like, a very good coach, obviously, like, can you imagine if he recruited you? Like, like I know they have this, like, two freshmen, like, Perkins, number 32, is very good. 
another kid, CJ Massenburg, I believe, is also a freshman. Like, can you imagine getting like getting recruited by this guy? You play one year there, and he's like, "Yep, see you later." He's like, "Okay, now I'm just at the university." There's got, there's got to be something that allows you to. Yeah, I think they're for football. I believe. I think, but, yeah. but usually that only happens when a team gets sanctioned. So like, like when Penn State, like years ago yeah. with the Jerry Sandusky thing, those guys were allowed to transfer, no problem. I, if you if your team isn't sanctioned, I don't know what the the guidelines are for that. Yeah, so I mean, hopefully they can live. Otherwise, that's just a crack of bullshit. But uh, yeah, I mean, I know you could win next year because they have a very good point guard. He like declared it for the NBA draft that thing where you like you do it, but you don't hire. A... So he says he really he's really just doing it to like see what his prospects are. He did it last year. He's doing it again to see what his prospects are. So he'll probably probably be back. So I mean, there is like a chance we could win the MAC next year. But yeah, anyway, Maybe. I'm sorry. Back back to real basketball. You just college. need one hot run. You, Bradley did it exactly you know, this year. I just want to see us in there once. I would just love to see us in there, like play, I don't know, like play Virginia the first play, round. Play Marquette. And just get, yeah, play Marquette and just get our dick stomped in. That's all I want. I just want to see. I just want to see people filling in. I just, I, I just want to see them in the bracket challenge. That's all. It is. It is awesome just seeing like even Marquette losing by thirty to John Morant. It's cool having your team in the tournament. Yes, uh, Jake pulled up betting lines for uh, NCAA basketball, the NIT. There's this college called Lipscomb. That's just yeah, Lipscomb. Me. That's they were, um, they were, in, they've been in the tournament a couple times, I think. That's funny to me. I'm sorry. Back, 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 to, back to real basketball talk. You're okay. Um, so I was right. The over under on the tech game is 132. I don't think I'm not just gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not like touching it. that either. I have no feeling of it. Don't care. But I will take uh, Texas Tech plus two and a half. I'll take Michigan State minus two and a half. Oh baby. I'll take Starlin Castro. Nice. So, so you're right. You're riding with riding with Michigan State. Cassius Winston, yeah, they're my they're my team for the rest of the tournament. The team that I will be watching, but I'll be rooting for from a distance. Uh, their point guard, Cassius Winston, he's definitely not a freshman. I don't know what year he is. He's like, a uh, junior. junior, maybe. I believe a junior. Am I correct? Do you guys agree with me that he seems like he's one of those guys that have been there for like ten years? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. So, yeah. so like Cassius that one. Winston. Who's the one guy from Kansas? Oh, uh, Perry Ellis. Perry, Perry Ellis. Ellis. Roosevelt Jones from Butler. Yeah, just tons of guys. Even Grayson Allen. Not well. Uh, yeah, even kind of Grayson Allen. But yeah. Uh, Cash Swinson looks a lot. And I, I think he looks like Starling Castro. What do you guys think? Um, I think it's just the chubby face. I think like, it's the chubby, the chubby face, chubby oh, neck, too. I, yeah, the chubby face. I think he he's like a young. Well, when he was with the Cubs, Starling looked younger, but he's like just like yeah, like short, stout, like chubby looking, like young, like baby face almost. Even though he's like twenty, like he's like twenty one, twenty two, and he just looked like Yoshi a little bit. Like I but, saw him yeah. at first. I the the like only Yoshi. like main the only main difference is that that's pretty significant. Is that Cash Swinson has a pretty small head. Does it? Yeah. Starlin Ca- Castro has a pretty like long like head. Yeah, I miss Starlin Castro so. Much. I miss him. We, we all do so much. I would definitely trade. I would trade half for him. I would trade Elmore for him. Or I would trade Schwarber for him right now. Just the clip straight up. The clip of I forget who was pitching. Someone was actually pitching the ball, and Starlin Castro was facing left field. Just that video. Yeah. <laughs> it is so funny. We traded him for Adam Warren. That's it, right? Adam Warren and uh, that's all we got. Someone else. Kyle, gotta, I'll look it up. Sure, because that's I mean that's a that was a gross trade. Before you look it up, what's the it's five and a half for the Auburn Virginia line. It is uh, Virginia minus five and a half, and so, then one sixty two for the over under. One sixty two. No, it's one sixty. Oh, one thirty for Auburn Virginia. Yes, it's one thirty one. Well, I was about to say there's so no way they're setting it there. Virginia would, plays defense. I looked at a different thing on the screen. I'm stupid. Cubs last year. I, before I'm sorry. Go You're back good. to Cubs. Yeah. We're watching the game right now. Situational hitting, they were very bad in situational situational spots. Lead off the inning, Ben Zober single. Cool. Chris Bryant, strikeout. Anthony Rizzo, strikeout. Now Javi's up. Like, so good job. Oh, guys. boy. Good job. Anyways. What, what are you betting he's doing this at bat? What am I betting he's doing? Yeah. I 
one thing I guarantee he'll be swinging out of his shoes. After that, I'm not quite sure what will happen. I just guarantee he's swinging swing out of his shoes. Dan, what's it like watching Cubs games? And I'm not, not – well, yeah, how do you watch Cubs games there? Do you stream them all? Yeah, we – when I well, the last, like, three games have been on ESPN, so that hasn't been a problem. And uh, my Prinsky has the uh, MLB package, so I'm able to watch any game. Well, if the Cubs and the Sox are on at the same time, like, you're just not watching the Cubs while you're streaming it, right? Um, well, that, we haven't really came in in that. We, we set up two TVs last time. Yeah. So we've been doing that. Okay. And that's because that's what we did for March Madness, and we still have one TV downstairs that's extra. So we just kind of did that when the Cubs and Sox were playing together. Heck yeah. I'm sorry to derail the yeah, okay. basketball. No, it's, 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 it's fine. Um, Being in Milwaukee, you got you to gotta find a way to watch the Cubs. Do you want me to leave this, this gambling page open or no? No, we have the lines. Um, so I like. Auburn. I've loved Auburn every game this tournament. I just love how they play. I love Bruce Pearl. I'm taking Auburn outright. Auburn uh, outright? Oh, yeah. What's? Do you know what the money line is? I just off of Matt just clicked off of it, but if it's plus five and a half, it's it's probably around 200. Yeah, it's yeah, it's probably like plus 200, maybe like plus 180. Yeah. Um, but I, also, I like Auburn with the points. I'll take them outright because, yes, they are missing Okiki. And people will say, well, Virginia's going to out-rebound them. They'll get them on the glass. I don't really believe that because they're only out-rebounded by one against Kentucky. It was P.J. Washington, Travis Reed, who are pretty damn good. They're not like five stars, like lottery picks, but they're pretty damn good. And there's no lottery picks on this Virginia team besides DeAndre Hunter, maybe. But I don't know. Like we were if, talking about – Yeah. What are you saying, Dan? No, if Auburn could just jump on them early or if like – because Virginia is going to get their like spurts of stops on Auburn. It just happens against everybody they play. But if Auburn just get out to a pretty, if they get out to a lead early, I don't know anybody on Virginia that could just make make up the points against a actually good team. Because they did it against like G Web, but there's nobody on Virginia that could score all that well. And no. they can't they can't make up like they can't be they can't have a huge deficit on their hand when like halftime hits. Exactly, like Ray Guy, and this is, I feel like, kind of racist saying this about the stereotypical white Kyle, Kyle, Kyle guy. guy. Yeah, sure. Kyle Guy. Um, if, say, Auburn's on an 8-2 run to open up the second half, it's not just like, hey, here's the ball, ISO, get us a bucket. He's no, not going to no, get you nobody that Nobody in Virginia could do that. Oh, Javi struck out. What a surprise. Oh. Um, but that's why I just don't think – because Auburn's going to get there. Like I said with Texas yeah. Tech, it's a different concept with Virginia – but what they give up is the skip pass for a three. Like, they'll take away layups. They'll double team once you drive, once you penetrate. But they'll give up threes. If you can hit open threes like UMBC did last year, they shot 50%, you will kill them. In Auburn, if you're just going to give them open threes, awesome. They will take it. So, that's why I'm taking Auburn out, right? And I also said on our first March Madness episode that if they get hot, they could easily win the uh, national title. And if I'm right, I will never live that down. Yeah, you're right. you were, well, you already you're already right because they're in the final four. Correct, but they I want made, full they, made it, they made it past. They made it there already. I'm truly surprised. Once I saw they were playing in the tournament, I wasn't too surprised they beat Carolina. But I thought that would be their biggest hurdle, and they did it. They did well because <clears throat> Carolina plays the same game as them. Correct. Well, they're not. They don't rely as much on the outside shot, but they don't. But they still. It's just. What was it, Dan? Daniel. God damn it. 
like so I cut out, but we're back. Sorry, yeah. technical issues. We were talking, and let's get back to all talk. Um, what do you think Virginia has to do really well to win? They got to defend the perimeter. That's it. And that's, they, that's, if they get to defend the perimeter, they get hold with Auburn, and that's not something that they're known for doing. This or like they're more so they'll defend you inside, like. If, if they were going up against North Carolina, it would be a different story. Like, it's, you got to lock down on Luke May. But they got to guard the perimeter. That's it. And they, they got to – they can't panic if they if Auburn jumps on them. Oh, that that will be huge because I think the biggest thing, and I feel – like, people get shit on TV all the time for sounding cliche, but, like, the themes to win games are all the same. For this game, I think it's all about the tempo. If it's slow as shit and it's just one shot yeah. per possession, no offensive rebounds for Auburn, and basically they're just saying, like, okay, we're going to stay true to ourselves and you'll get a three, but you better hit them because you're not getting offensive rebounds. And then we're going to take off 30 seconds when we get the ball and you're like, we're not going to let you run. Then I think Virginia will be successful. But if there's three possessions where it's a three, two, and a three, like eight straight points, Virginia, they have to be able to not allow those contain that slow tempo, maintain that slow tempo, and just – I think the tempo will be what wins this that's, game. Yeah, that's that's going to be huge, and that's going to be really hard to do against Auburn. Oh, yeah. But like you said, they have to get out the gate strong. If that first sequence for Auburn is 3-3-2 three, three, and it's 8 nothing, yeah, fucking then, Auburn, then don't even watch the rest of the game. Auburn's winning. Yeah, because, sure, you want to play slow. Awesome. You're playing slow, and you're down double digits right off the bat, and that's a recipe for disaster. All right, you want to speed up and try to catch up what you're down? Auburn playing right into their hands. So I know they're missing Okiki. They'll miss him on the glass. I don't think it's going to matter that much. Give me the Auburn money line. And give me the over. I think they're scoring a ton of points. Give me give me Auburn plus five and a half. And I also like the over, actually. You like the over? All right, so we're both riding the over. This will be the first over I've had in a while. I was on a big main line of unders, and it started out well. And then uh, after the Texas Tech-Michigan game, the unders kind of went to shit. Yeah, I, I told you guys I retired from unders. Smart. You, you I, got yeah, out I, I, right. only bet, I only bet overs last week. Um, and then, well, we won't have another episode. Do you want to do – never mind. We'll talk about it later, figure that out. But in your scenario of Michigan State, Virginia, who do you think's winning that one? I like Michigan State. I think Michigan State takes it. You think Michigan State takes it? Yeah. Um, Texas Tech, Auburn, give me Tech. I think they do enough what they do enough to win. Their on-ball defense will keep the guards off their game. They'll stay in front of them. They won't have to help too much. So I'll, I'll take Tech in that game. And- I hope. I hope it's Michigan State, Auburn. Though I think that'll be way more fun than any other matchup that could possibly happen. I'm not sure. I think they'll all be like good games. I don't think they're going to be like horrible blowout. Like this is kind of funny that this was supposed to be their year of all chalk and the one one seed that makes it Virginia. Yeah. This is the one year I would have loved to seen like Tennessee, North Carolina, Gonzaga, Duke. This like was- if you look, cause every, every time like you look back at, cause most of the time you just remember like who was in that final four, blah, blah, blah. And then you know what the big upsets were. And then when you look back at this year, you're going to be like, 
okay, a one, a two, a five, and a three. There must have been a ton of upsets. It must have been a crazy first weekend. Kansas no. State, Kansas State, UC Irvine was the big upset. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but those last weekend's games were great. Hopefully, we're gonna have a great Final Four. Um. Hopefully, the Cubs get their head of their ass and win this game. Do we have anything else? Can oh, yeah. Are we doing your segment? Oh, dude. What was the segment? Um, the segment you, the one you made, the one you talked. What just what like r- r- like? Oh no, first, no, second, no third? future future episodes. I didn't want to do that. Oh okay. That's not stuff on those. That, we'll we'll save that in the arsenal. No, what was yeah. you texted about it? What was it? I texted it. It was um. Look at your phone. Can you look at I'll it? look at my phone. Send it in the group chat. <laughs> then we can do. We can close out with a little, some uh, Jordan Howard talk. Yeah, we start Jordan. Howard yeah. Talk. I'll look. So Jordan Howard. Hold on. What I let's see. I gotta look up his. I'm gonna look up, look up some of his stats. Jordan Howard. Traded to the uh, Eagles for a six-round pick in 2020. I have mixed feelings about. Well, while you look it up, I figured out the segment. Um, it was just basically that's the worst. Hold on, okay, now we have to wait. We have to, we have to do it after Jordan Howard talk. No, get, so get after Jordan. You can't. You can't. Okay, yeah, do Jordan Howard talk now. Okay, I hit the segment. Like, come on. One more issue, Dan. I'm gonna call you back. Oh. Sorry about that again, Dan. But uh. Let's talk about Jordan Howard. How do you feel about it? Um, obviously, I think I think the Bears could have gotten more than a six round pick, but absolutely could have gotten more. Especially, yeah, they, yeah. but it's it just kind of shows. My my cousin had this talk with me before. It just shows how the league is just so undervalued, undervaluing running backs now. I mean, you saw with Le'Veon Bell how he literally got less money than what he gotten with a franchise tag. The league is just not going to value running backs going forward. And thoughts on Jordan Howard. He was, he was the one bright spot out of the two, probably the two worst years of Bears football we've experienced. Absolutely. I mean, going three and 13 and five and 11. He was that one, that one bright spot. It's not even running back under, under John Fox. I've heard, I've heard rumors that uh, I, I say that like I'm like some fucking NFL inside. Like I've been hearing murmurs. No, I've heard people talk about me. Other people in the media talk about that. I okay. I, I saw other people in the media like I'm a part of the media. I just keep sounding like an asshole. I don't know if that's. I don't You're know a if big J. Like to you. You're a big I'm J. I'm not a little. I'm a lower. I'm a journalism major. I'm still a lowercase. Once I get that diploma, then I will be a big J. Ah. But until that time, I still have a little dot above my uh, above my J. No, no, no T across it. Anyways. I, I feel – I mean, it's weird. So, like Dan is saying, like, we absolutely should have gotten more for them. This guy, his first three seasons, he's going into his fourth year. Uh, thir- 1,300 yards his rookie year. Uh, 1,100 is next – 1,100 last year – or not last year. 1,100 in 2017. Last year he had 935, obviously. And, like, we barely – they're not barely used him. But we used him, like, very sparingly. I, I've We've talked about this on the podcast for sure, where it seems like Jordo, he'd, like, go off in the first half. Like, he'd have very good first halves. It's like they just like can't stop the run. They can't stop the run. In the second half of like a lot of games, like we would just go away from him for like for no no real reason. I I think he just like doesn't fit Nagy's scheme. He's not like a Matt Nagy guy. He's not like a Ryan Pace guy, which is weird that like these these GMs, same with like Starlin maybe like that's why they got rid of Starlin. Like if he's not one of your guys that you picked out, like like he doesn't fit my mold. Like I can't make him work. But he's a very good running back. But he is how old is he? Third year in the league, probably had three years in Indiana. So he's probably what twenty four. He is twenty five. Twenty four. He's like. He's he's twenty four. He's twenty four. Uh, on the on the younger side of twenty four. I mean, don't get me wrong. Running backs they depreciate a lot quicker because they just take so much more, more so much more. Uh, like they 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 get hit almost every every play they're in they get hit or like they they 
Like, so, I mean, they get injured a lot faster. They depreciate faster. So I understand, like, I wouldn't pay an old running back money, but, like, he's 24. I just don't – I mean, I, I, how can you not make him work? But I, I want to trust Nagy and Pace because they had a very good year last year, so I'm, I don't want to jump off their bandwagon. I'm, I'm going to keep faith, and if it doesn't work, then I'll start – then I'll be angry about it. But until that time, I'm just going to hold hold strong and keep faith in him. Yeah, but once once we signed Davis from Seattle, I knew he was gone. I Yeah. It was going to be, yeah, a, crowd, a crowded backfield. Also, Benjamin Cunningham. Benny Cunningham signed with the uh, with the Jaguars today. So shout out Benny Cunningham. Aww. he's my he's my grind. He's like, he he got some awards for me this past season, like <laughs> un, un unnoticed player or something like that. So shout out Benny Cunningham. Go get that number one job because Leonard Fournette's a locker room cancer. But yeah, Jake, what what are your thoughts on this? I don't care for it. I didn't really like Jordan Howard that much. Why? He's good. I mean, the results speak for themselves. He's he's good. That was just Rogers' first two years. Him and Zeke were like. One and two, like, or, yeah. or top three. And then, yeah, because it was just feed him the ball every play. And then, like, hey, third down, run a swing. Everyone throwing the ball, stone hands. So that was frustrating, but thought we could get maybe a fourth, fifth. Yeah, it's but ridiculous. And I'm more upset with the value than seeing him gone. I don't like getting a six back for him. And same with, uh, I've heard what I was saying before. Like, I've heard people have been, like, saying that the Cardinals are looking at looking the Cardinals like the best they could get is like a second or third rounder for Josh Rosen. Like that's just ridiculous. Like how do you go from <laughs> 11 months ago? He was a, a top ni- 10 pick ninth overall pick. And like next, like a, a year later, I mean like, like nothing's happened. Like he didn't play well, but the Cardinals are dog shit. They were dog shit. So it's like, what, what has changed since then? Like the fact that he just like played a season, like that's ridiculous. So I, I don't understand like how, Nope. I don't, I don't understand how this, how this all works. It's like, if I'm any other team, like if I'm any other team that needs a running back, I'm like, wait, the Eagles are offering like a, four, a six round pick. I'll give you like a fifth and a four, or a fourth. Like, fuck, I'll give me Jordan Howard. Like, how how did no one, how did nobody outbid the Eagles on this? I I, I, don't, I don't understand it. Maybe, I think the Bears probably could have got more value if they would have waited like two weeks into the season, wait for someone to get hurt and be like, hey, now you need them. Like you, I, I feel like mid round. I feel like mid mid season trades are always tough though because it's like I like like you need like you need like a whole off season and like training camp like to learn the, the offense. Yeah. But I'll, it seems like I bet Bill Belichick is like losing sleep over this. He's like, "Are you serious? I could have like swindled them. I could have given them like our backup placeholder for Jordan Howard, like a very, a very good running back. Although he doesn't, I mean, no, he kind of does fit their their mold of uh, running back by committee. But yeah, overall, I mean, I didn't like it, but I, I also I'm gonna trust. Uh, I was about to say I'm gonna trust Theo. I'm gonna trust Pace <laughs> and uh, and Matt Nagy on this one. Um, that's all we have for Jordan talk, right? Yeah. R.I.P. A.A.F. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Well. I, I miss Jordo. Oh. Great, great three years. I mean, I, I just wanted to give him some shine. That's yeah, you got, you got to give him a shout-out. He, he, really, he really embodied Bears football. He was our Starlin. So, Starlin for like no, a long time. No, don't put him on Yes, this. he was. Yes, he, he was. They are not on the same level. No, he was. What do you they mean they're not on the, He was literally – like, Starlin, when the Cubs were brutally awful, Starlin was kind of that one bright spot. Jordan was that for the Bears. For Very years. similar. Starlin, Starlin's more because, like, his teams were just, like, way worse. I mean, but I, I'm, I'm, they're, they're on the – Starlin's – they're they're very similar. Starlin, of course, is on like a higher level in terms of that. Oh no! Uh, oh no! Yeah, don't oh, let Willie get hot. Don't let Willie get hot. Two run bomb. Cubs are up three to two. Sorry, Dan, if you're on delay, I apologize. But no, I mean, no worries. Starlin, Starlin's a, a, a bigger case of that, or like a, you know what I mean? Yes. Either way, it, they're similar though. When there's just nothing else to pay attention to, we had Jordo like leading the uh, rushing, leading the or not leading the NFL in rushing, but being like a top three, top five rusher every year. So shout out, shout out. Good luck in uh backing end of the field next year, and we're going to lose to him. <laughs> I, I can just see it coming now. Just karma swinging back on us. But yeah, RIP to the AF, like, like Jake was saying. Who gives a fuck? Yep. We, we care for one week. We said we are going to update it and uh, talk about <laughs> no. it. We did not. 
because we talked about it. We don't. We didn't even plan on it. And Matt's like, "Hey, how about this one league?" He's like, "Okay, cool. Let's let's follow it." And then Matt wasn't on the episode the next next week, and we just forgot about I, it. I stopped following it too. I, I didn't watch after the first the first. I didn't watch the first game. Like the first game, like I was I was home for the weekend. It was on like a Sunday, and I was planning the whole week. I was planning to watch it. My mom like we were, my my cousin's got a new puppy. And so it's like, oh, my mom's like, oh, I'm driving over to Oklahoma. I'm going to look at the new puppy. I was like, oh, the game starts at like three, mom. I'm like, you want to leave at three? Like, can we leave any other time? She's like, well, no, I'm busy. I'm like, okay. I was okay. <laughs> so after that, I did not pay attention. But I, I do think, even though we didn't watch it, I feel like we should, like, we should, like, we should definitely talk about this. This is like insane. Like, how do you, all these, like, you have like rosters full of guys. You have like committees and like Heinz Ward was on it. And you have like Bill, Bill, was it Bill, Bill Polian? Bill Polian. And like, you have all these people. Like, how does this, how, how you just fold it? How do you have like a, a, a a full eight eight team NFL not NFL a full eight team like football roster. I don't know how many people were on it, but like, could you imagine like you sign up for the AF and like you're thinking I'll be here for two or three years, I'll get my shot, and then it's like just one day, it's like hey, we, the, the the league is folded. There was a guy who signed the night before it folded, so like he was on a roster for less yeah. than twenty four hours. Could you imagine that? This is the ultimate like tickling of your balls, like hey man, like here's your shot, like like you're gonna have eyes on you, like maybe some like people might be getting signed to the NFL from this. But then it's like, oh yeah, actually, just kidding. Like, just kidding. Like they definitely like that. That check did definitely did not. The, the, the check he got, the signing bonus, whatever the fuck, they definitely did not cash. So no. And you're and you're probably actually gonna end up losing money joining this because you have to pay for your own flights. Yeah, they had to pay for their own flights home. Yeah, yeah, that was the rumor. The guys had to pay if they were if they were out of town or whatever the fuck. That's just that's so that's. I mean, there's that's just so insane. It's just crazy. How how does this? At least one season then full, but that that's better than just like mid season like. XFL yeah. got through one at least, but. And they had, they had the scan out scandal. They had, they had the rumors earlier in the year where they, like quote unquote, like switched their uh, their payment, their their paying options, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And, like players weren't getting paid because like they somehow switched how they do their books, how they how they paid their players. So like got like players weren't getting paid. Like okay, but that, that was kind of a sign of things to come. Sign of things to come. They haven't. They're not completely dead though, right? Isn't no, they're it? done. No, I think there's some is... kind of like something where it's like. I thought they said like they they're paused like they've paused it for the moment. I don't give a fuck it's obviously, but that's ridiculous and that's insane. All these guys yeah, who, like stick stick a knife in it, blood, sweat, and tears. Like you're working out every day, like you're grinding, like getting up at six a.m. You move to fucking Birmingham, Alabama, just oh. to have it be like, yeah, just kidding. Like you can go back home now. Like 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 the, yeah, that, like, that that health insurance, uh, that that salesman job you had, like the selling insurance. Yeah, like I know you just quit that for this, but yeah, you're gonna have to go find another job. Like that's that just that just really sucks. It really does suck though. Oh, horrible. Not great. I mean, every have people losing jobs. It's not great. Um, Dan, anything else you want to bring up? No. Us out? We're doing the segment. Are we doing the segment? Do yeah. you have something for the segment, Dan? I or no? What? What's the? F- no, I wasn't even. I didn't think we were you can think of something. I have something. I have something. Well, Jake's done a great job of explaining it. I put in the group chat as like a future thing because once basketball ends, like we only that, yeah. football to talk about. Well, I like. But it. okay, do it. I, we'll I do it. Think. We'll do it again, and like this is something we could continuously do every other week. Um, it's just. That's the worst. They're they're the worst. Something's the worst. This sounds a lot like get it out of here. It's just like no. It's literally. It's literally get it out of here. We had we had this. this No, it's not get it out of here because my example is not get out of here. Like that's the worst. It was. Would you like to get it out of here? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, you would want to get it out of here. So why don't we just go back to get it out of here? Okay, so get it out of here this week, Jake. What's your get it out? Get it out of here. There was a Twitter interaction. And the one girl was, or the guy was like, I just want a wife that I'll pregame at my, at my kid's t-ball game. And then the girl replied, was like, bro, check my, check my bio. And the girl's bio was like, I just want someone to pregame like my, like my son's high school basketball game. And then that was it. 
Fuck those people. Get them out of here. They was disgusting. Those people are the worst. A, a, a super specific. Just a, an extremely specific case there. No, I know. Because I saw, I saw the interaction on Twitter. And then I texted the group chat. I'm like, guys, this is, this is the segment idea. I mean, it's tough to build a conversation oh. off that because it's so specific. But I, I, it, is really, it is really specific, but I could probably see myself doing that down the yeah. road as a, as a dad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I, but I wouldn't tweet about it. Oh, you, the tweeting about makes it the worst part. Yeah. That's, a, yeah, that's like on Tinder where it's like uh, looking for the, the gym to my Pam or looking for oh, the Pam to my gym. Like, those like, people. I'm going to log off now. Anyways, I, I, so I have two. Now, now that we mentioned Twitter, I have two getting out of here. My first one is the, like, this is my dad. Like, he just quit his job and he's a model now. Like, here's pictures. Like, Twitter, meet my dad. Like, fuck off. These are those dumbass things where it's like, I also hate those ones where it's like, nobody. It's like, uh, somebody. What, what the fuck is it where it's like, somebody. It's like, they, they say nothing and it's like, oh. uh, like a vegan. Like, and they talk about how bad it is, like, eating it. Like, fuck those. Those are dumb. Uh, so You're get, out get, on memes. Get those out of here. No, the, not. The latest memes. No, there are funny memes, but those are just, like, very dumb and overplayed. Like, oh, like, once they're sure. just, like, I scroll my timeline and I see five of them, like, per scroll. It's like, okay, this is just annoying. Mm-hmm. So that, that's my Twitter. Get it out of here. My other one is people who are too comfortable in public bathrooms. So the other day, so the other day, well, I've never, I've never come across Jake in a public bathroom. So I, but I, I can't, I, I can't imagine him doing shit like this. I, so the other day I'm, I'm in the stall, I'm dropping, uh, dropping a little bit of heat. You know, I don't, I don't like pooping in public, but you know, when you, when you have to go, you have no choice. John Lester's on base for a third time today. Is he really? Yeah. Is it three for three? Oh, I don't know if he got, he, I think he walked. How do you get, he walked? Yeah. He's walked twice. Okay, cool. Sweet. Wait, his, 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 this guy pitched the whole inning? Yes. He did, so he, uh, he gave up the bomb to Willie. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, anyways, I'm sorry. Sidetrack. Anyways, so I'm sitting in the bathroom, dropping a little bit of heat, you know, minding my own business. I always try and stay, stay as quiet as possible. If I'm, like, pooping, if I make if I, if I make some noise, like, splashes, whatever the fuck, it's, I can't control it. Anyways, this guy who is in the bathroom with me at the same time, he's at the urinal. He just rips this loud fart. Just like he's in, like, his own room, just a real loud, wet. It's like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, at least try and silence like a little bit. Like, have, have a little bit of decency. Like, I, I'm no, I dude. think I think that's hilarious. <laughs> no, I, I think that's I think that's so funny. This I is, mean, this I is the Saint Rita coming out of us. This is that's funny. Oh yeah, no, if it's an all boys school, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's normally I think it's funny if it's your friend. I think if I'm in a room with my friends, like the first fart's funny once they kind of farts like two or three times. It's right. like that's just fucking gross. But I think if it's a random person. Like, I, I don't know. It's just have, I don't know. Have like, I, I'm in here with you, pal. Like, yeah, I you can't a, just. I have a story. So, or do you have well, a second? I've, I've been like, that guy before, before, man. Um, I bought these new. There you go. <laughs> I bought these new headphones and they're not AirPods, but they're wireless. Like they're, the two of them are connected. Bluetooth. But, yeah, they're Bluetooth headphones. And I have an issue with sometimes like, I'll think, oh, I have headphones in. So like the world is mute to me. Like I make no noises. <laughs> I was in the air. I was in the uh, library the other day. And I ripped loud ass. Jacob. And I, I'm like, oh, I have headphones and no one else will hear this fart. Jacob. And it was loud. I got looks. Oh, no. It was bad. Did you get up and walk away? Nope. That's, that's even that's the I worst part of it. I stood my ground. That's the worst part of it. I, I have another, not get it out of here, but just a, a weird a weird thing. And it's going to seem like we're jacking this because everyone else who was talking about this person has mentioned this. So Shane Dawson, guy who allegedly the pissed on his bucket. cat or like came on his cat, whatever. Like that's. That's not even. That's not what I'm talking about here today. Uh, he proposed to his boyfriend, and you know, good for them. Congratulations! But he posted like someone took a picture of him like getting down on, on his two knees. The guy got, on, got down on two knees to propose to his boyfriend, and that's just an outrageous move. Just like the picture of him. 
on two knees was just I just it, it was it was, it was befuddling. I've never seen anything like it. Like like down on two knees. That's just well, I mean, it's he, literally it's literally get down on one knee and propose. This guy was on both of his knees. He definitely he definitely did that just to distract the whole cat thing. Oh yeah, no, I definitely agree with that too. But just the, the craziest part of the whole thing is him going like the like him going down on two knees to propose is crazier than him coming on his cat. If really, yeah, if sorry, Dan. If you got a, if if you're two dudes, who who gets down on one knee to propose? I think they know the rules. I think they definitely know the rules there. The personal thing. I think so. It's like whoever, whoever the top is, whoever whoever is the main top. I'd have to assume that they're. But what if, what if what if there's a power bottom? Oh wow, I don't even know what that. Means. I'm I I don't know. I mean, you ever like watch Always Sunny? Girls, girls these days are proposing to guys. I feel like I've seen that a few times recently. That's yeah. That's. I feel weird about that. Call me call me sexist. I don't think I'm sexist. I respect the heck out, the heck out of woman. But I don't know. I feel like it'd be kind of weird if it's like yeah, you know, she proposed to me. I'd feel like. Seems like you're. I don't know. Seems like she's got you wrapped around her finger. Were you talking about the lady who proposes? Yeah. I would have said yeah. no. I, I would say no, then I would immediately like grab her ring and like be like, just like do it like right after. Be, like, if I wanted to marry her, I'd be like, no, I'm okay. And then like the next day I'd propose to her just so it's like, no, I proposed. Like I'm the one who initiated this. <laughs> um, do we have anything else to talk about? I'll, I'll just Danny, do get it. I'll do get I'll do get it out of here. Just landlords. Fuck them. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Tell us. No, nothing's personal. No, no, there's no story to it. I just, they don't, they just collect your money and don't do anything. Well, well, I mean, well, why why do you have a problem with your landlord? Sounds like you have an issue with your landlord. No, it's just whenever there is any issue, the office is just always closed. Like there, there's nobody down there. Oh, you in our apartment complex? They just they just don't work. The only people that work is maintenance. Are you staying there next year? Yes. Heck yeah! <laughs> Heck yeah! There you go. <laughs> get, get it out of here. Good just segment. get it, yeah. That's bre- even, even, even if I didn't have any issue with my landlord, there's probably just a lot of asshole landlords. Oh yeah, in most of the world. Definitely. definitely a lot How of do you become a landlord? Land. Just like you, you, you own, you own property. Well, Dan, you, you thanks. give it to somebody else. Like, is it a family business? Like, I'm, I'm handing over my landlord duties to you, son. Thanks, pa. <laughs> like, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I don't know. Do you go to school to become a landlord? Real know. estate, maybe. Yeah, fuck being a landlord. That sounds like it would really suck. But if we have nothing else to talk about, I want one. I want to give one shout out to like probably the less than twenty people still listening. Because um, if you listen to us rant for an hour, I don't know how you do it. Um, shout out to Saint Rita Water Polo, number five in state. Heck awesome yeah. people have been yearning. People have been waiting. People have been, for, people been, been yearning for Rita, Rita Men's Water Polo talk for a while now. So I'm glad they could finally get their uh, get their fix. So, uh, Sadly, they lost today, falling to fourteen and three. They uh they lost to the number one team in state at, in Fenwick. Mm. Uh, they lost eleven or fourteen to eleven. Sad, but Ooh, so now that's they'll be back. It's a blowout right there. It's they'll, they'll be back with the vengeance. Well, if that's the end of the show, I want to give an RIP to Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, I have no idea. I've never heard of this man in my life, but since neither he's, have I. Since he's passed away, I've only heard good things about him about how he was very active in the community. But I was like everyone. I, I mean. I feel like it happens a lot where someone dies, even if he's, like, not a big deal at all. People will just, like, shit bricks and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe. Oh, no. I can't believe so-and-so died. And it's like, I've never heard of this man in my life. But it's like, understandable. You know, Stan Lee, I don't give a fuck about Spider-Man or any of that shit. But I can, no, listen, I can understand why people are freaking out. Like, I've never heard of Nipsey Hussle before. I, maybe there are some very big Nipsey Hussle fans, but I've never heard of the man in my life. Yeah, he's, like, it's almost like, they seem like it's, like, a bigger deal than when, when uh, Mac Miller died, honestly. 
Kind of. There's more. There's definitely more celebrities freaking out about it. I feel like, but oh, sorry, go ahead. No, but like, I'm an avid rap. I'm. I consider myself like a rap fan, like a fan of rap music. I've never heard of this guy. No, absolutely not. I think it's because he was connected with. Like, he seems to have been connected with NBA players. A lot of NBA players, like Russell Westbrook, has been. Had like twenty. What was this game last night? Like 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. That's fucking insane. And he like dedicated it to Nipsey. I know, like they were good pals. It seemed like he was just connected with NBA players more. So maybe that's why it seemed like it's a bigger deal because they're all talking about it. And I mean, I know he was like very mixtape was talking about it today. He was like very active in his community and like the deputy of like the LA Police Department or like with some high high up guy was talking about how you know I like did like a triple take. Like, wait, is he, is this really him? Like, this is the guy that got shot. So I mean, when like, and I I think he's like gang affiliate or he, he like was gang affiliated had like some kind of affiliation with gangs so i mean he, he turned it turned his shit around and was like doing good but yeah r.i.p nipsey hustle never heard any of your songs or never heard of you which sounds i feel like something like i'm just talking shit about him at this point about a dead no. person but no Don't i mean r.i.p all right we're not doing that no um, cut all that cut all that r.i.p um yeah was... go go on our twitter donate to matt's fund if it's still open i'm not sure Probably, if not, go donate to another fund. You can't. You can still donate to it. I mean, if you if you if you feel so inclined, I would it would definitely be appreciated. Be going towards a going towards a good cause. But yeah. Uh, that was, Any shout outs from you, Dan? Oh. No, I got nothing to plug. Um, Deadbolt's doing anything? Nah, it, it's more so just wait till the summer. Summer of the Deadbolts. Summer, right. summer. They'll 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 be releasing a summer. Summer tour lineup sometime Ooh. soon. I don't know when. Heck yeah. Awesome. I cannot Stay wait. tuned. Stay tuned. Um, but that's all we got for this episode. So see you next week. See ya. See ya. Walks down the street, he says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away, my well-lit door. Mr. Beer Melly, Beer Melly, get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal I can call you Betty, Betty when you call me, you can call me out A man walks down the street, he says, why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention, and all my nights are so long Where's my wife and family? What if I die here? Who'll be my role model? Now that my role model is gone, gone He ducked back down the alley with some roly-poly little bat-faced girl All along, along, there were incidents and accidents There were hints and allegations If you be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal I can call you Betty, and Betty when you call me
Maybe it's his first time around Doesn't speak language Holds no currency He is a foreign man He is surrounded by the sound the sound Cattle in the marketplace Scatterings and orphanages He looks around Around He sees angels in the architecture Spinning in infinity He sees angels Hallelujah If you be my bodyguard I can be all still listening thanks i'm glad you appreciate the song it's my one of my favorite songs but whoever's wondering jason here just ground into a double play his at bats today are a pop out to the catcher pop out to the pitcher on base because of an air and a double play fuck you jason hayward fuck you <laughs> 